All right. Welcome back to the Find Your Spark podcast. Stephanie and I both have just finished a conference. So last week we both um, attended uh, the Boost conference and I absolutely had the most amazing time. We've done so many virtual conferences and this one was by far my favorite um, for a number of reasons. I mean, I might've won a few prizes. (laughs) Oh my gosh, might've. Ashley made out like abandoned. Seriously, you would have thought the whole conference was rigged in her favor and her daughter's. (laughs) <laughs> I don't even know how it happened. We won, my daughter won two t-shirts. I won two gift cards. I just, yeah. Uh, yeah. It was awesome. So that's one reason why they also had a DJ and they had a game night. It was just so fun. But the other part of that was that um, Stephanie and I both got to listen to um, other presenters at the conference. And so we thought maybe we could talk about that. Um, like what we saw from all the presenters And also we did a presentation ourselves and we put out a survey and asked, you know, uh, what's the biggest challenge uh, you are facing in working with kids. And we looked over those, uh, those challenges and thought, oh, well, this would tie in perfectly with what we wanted to talk about the conference anyways. So the one that we wanted to talk about today was um, there was a response that said connecting with them, understanding their whys of doing certain things. And I said to Stephanie, let's talk about this one because I thought it it tied in so beautifully to what I saw. That was a common thread between everybody that I watched present. Um, and that the connection piece is huge. We, we know this, we, we absolutely know this, but it's a game changer when you do have that connection. And there was, there was a principal <laughs> that did a, he, he was a keynote and I immediately went to Google right after I listened to him. And I like, I stalked him basically. <laughs> like, I don't know about you, Stephanie, but like I went, I watched his Ted talk. I went on his, like all of the social medias. I went on his website, all of this stuff. And I was like, oh my gosh, this guy is amazing. So his name was um, Hamish Brewer. And if you have never heard of him, go do what I did. Google him, look him up. He is the coolest principal I have ever, like, I mean, oh my goodness. He is a really, really cool principal. He's like a tattooed skateboarding New Zealander who (laughs) is a middle school principal over in uh, Virginia. And he like does... I mean, this is, I mean, only one of the thousands of reasons he's cool, but he like has graffiti around all of his um, school that he's personally done, you know, because he's a boarder and he, um, he like has this uh, roving desk. Like he's never in his office. He's like walking around the school (laughs) constantly with a roving desk. He is like so um, accessible Mm -hmm. and just like connected connected like right there in it with the kids and um he showed this i mean amazing video of he went to the school it was you know considered like um i don't know you know a difficult school difficult circumstances um and he totally turned it around 
Like these kids were able to pass all these subjects. Every single one of them plays an instrument. Oh my gosh. And the, just the sense of love and connection that you felt seeing him and his staff interact with these kids. I mean, we were brought to tears. Oh yeah. I was boohoo crying. Like <laughs> weeping. I'm yep. weeping and tweeting at him during the whole <laughs> thing. Like hearts, we love you. <laughs> Oh, please follow us back. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Cause I like, we were, I didn't know if Stephanie was on listening at the time that I was listening. And so I'm, I'm in our team's app just messaging her. Oh my gosh. Are you listening to this man right now? Oh my gosh. It's, I'm sobbing. And she's like, I'm sobbing. <laughs> just amazing. You know, what's so funny is I was so just, like I was so inspired and I was so excited about him that, um, when my kids got home from school, I was like, guys, I just, uh, you're never going to believe this. And I was like, there's this principal that I heard from today. And he like goes skateboarding around the school. And he's, and so then I even pulled up one of his videos and I showed my kids and they were like, what? This principal is so cool. I want this principal. And, uh, to the point where like my son, he is 13. He is not, there is not much that I say to him that he gets excited about, or he thinks about later. Like I, he just, Oh, cool mom. Oh, cool. So when I showed him this video, it was like two days later and we're sitting at the dinner table and out of nowhere, he goes, mom, that principle though, that principle is really cool. <laughs> it's like, we weren't even talking about anything to do with it. So I thought, how funny is that, that he, um, he was like, he was so intrigued by this as well. And exactly what you said to Stephanie is when he was speaking, you could just see the love that he had for his staff and his kids. You could see that connection. And one thing he said, um, that I just thought, Oh, that's just so helpful um, going back to the challenge that, that this person said was understanding, um, the whys behind certain things. He said, you know, there, he, he was talking about a student who kept being late for first period. And instead of just doing the normal thing that you would do, right. You would, you're tardy. And so you need, you know, detention or whatever the rules are that you go to, um, instead of doing that, he actually just just brought the kid aside and, and had a conversation with him and just asked, you know, what, Hey, what's going on? Why, why are you late all the time? And through that, just asking, really getting curious. I think there's a difference between judgment of uh, when you're asking a question or curiosity. And you could tell that his question was truly coming from a place of curiosity. And through that, he found out that, wait, the parents have to be at work. He has to get his little sister to school on time. And so it's really difficult for him to get his sister to school on time and also be on time for his class. So just by him taking that um, and, and truly having that uh, connection, one, he already was having that connection with this student before he ever even had this conversation, but also really understand, taking that time to really understand the why behind it, he was able to come up with a completely different solution. One that I thought was so cool. I mean, he actually had this kid, he said, do you think if, if you did your first class online, then you would be able to make it on time? And he's like, oh yeah, absolutely. He's like, all right, cool. Let's do that. How awesome is that? That instead of the punishment that comes along with being late, like 
really truly getting curious about it and what is there in place that we could do differently instead of punishing you for something why don't we figure out what part of this system isn't working for you and let's try to figure out how to make it work that's so cool yeah that was great and I think it um really comes from one he had so many golden nuggets Mm -hmm. and I just went to his webpage right now hamishbrewer.com to like try and see which ones I would like most want to share with you guys and the number one which I think is really related to being connected um with kids is you can't serve someone you think you're better than. Mm. Yeah, he said that. And I loved when he said it. it I remember when he said it, all of the comments and it was, were taking off saying exactly that. We're quoting it like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. You put yourself in a higher position or, you know, oh, I'm, you know, you know, I'm smarter. I have, you know, more years of experience or I, I have no more better. money or, or whatever whatever it is. And a lot of it is unconscious. You know, mm-hmm. we, it, we need to really check ourselves in like how we sometimes think that we're better than other people, especially kids, especially yeah. kids. And it is so true that when you have this hint of um, superiority, even if it's unconscious, like superiority, then you can't be of service. You mm-hmm. can't, you are just in a different headspace yeah you're in a totally different headspace and I think that him being in this headspace of like um like being on an equal footing Mm -hmm. uh with these kids seeing their potential you know not having all this thinking of oh because you're like a second language learner or oh because you're poor oh that's another thing he said poverty is not a learning disability because mm-hmm. you got all this stuff going on then I'm somehow better than you like he is not in that space he doesn't see their circumstances he sees their potential and that um, makes him to be able to be in a position of service that he can serve because he doesn't think he's better than them Exactly. See their circumstance and they're thinking so powerful. It's so powerful. It's something that here at Spark, we've really seen to be true. And when we, and this is why we say it all the time in our presentation too, is that we, one of our sayings is to, um, to speak to that, to the spark inside of a kid as if that's the only thing that you see. And what that is to me is speaking to that potential. And that is the thing that I see. Like when you speak to that part of a child, that part just comes out more and more when you're speaking to that behavior, when you're speaking, you know, all of the wrongs, then that's front and center. What he does. And what I think we're so we, we are really good at doing as well as looking past all that, not even seeing that, seeing that potential inside the kid, because that's a game changer. When I can be with in a conversation with, um, anyone, I mean, youth for sure, but anyone and see that potential, see like, oh my gosh, you just like, you have this just unlimited access to this amazing potential. And if I understand that and I see that in them, then yeah, you're totally in service with that child. You're totally in service with with whoever it is that you're in front of. And that's huge. It can sound so like, oh, okay, I'm just going to ignore the behaviors. I'm not saying you have to ignore the behaviors, but 
Obviously, there are some that have to be, you know, there are consequences to different things, all sorts of stuff. However, when you really truly see this child, not as like you said, the circumstances behind it or the all the junk over top of it, you see that potential. Huge things come of that. I've seen it over and over and over in the years that we've been that I've been here with Spark over and over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I love another um, thing that he said, which was um, our kids are an opportunity, not an obligation. Mm. This also speaks to the potential that each one is an opportunity for us to unleash, to help uncover that potential and, and or that resilience and unleash the potential and change the world for the better. Like each single, every single one has a seed. There is an opportunity that lies within every one. And, and um, sometimes it can be easy for us to slip into that mentality of, oh, it's our obligation. It's my job. This is what I'm getting paid to do. Oh, I got to, you know, make sure I get certain test scores or, you know, whatever. And he was so effective in reminding us that they're not an obligation. They're an opportunity, which is mm-hmm. also a game changer. I love that. Yeah. I, I mean, it just showed me when he was, you know, when he was going through everything, it really did just show me how this simple, exactly what, what we're teaching when we're in classes, but also just this, this, the way of being like this, obviously we haven't, we haven't had a class with him. We haven't ever, but he, this is innate within everybody. And so everybody has this and, and he's really tapped into that. And after when he tapped into it, it just spread throughout the entire school. I mean, like you said, Stephanie, he took a school from being the worst of the worst, just being, you know, people didn't want to go there. There was no school morale. The staff morale was down. The students didn't want to be there. And then in, in that time frame that he went and he just oozed out all of this potential and love and connection, it was contagious. Like you couldn't not like it, he was really a part of that, the student and staff body. And when that happened, it completely changed around the entire school to the point where at the very end of the school year, kids were sobbing. Teachers were sobbing to be leaving. This was a place that at one point they didn't want to be at, and now they didn't want to leave. And that's just such a testament to what could happen if everybody did this, if everybody just saw that child as whole and amazing and so much potential in this, it would just spread. It would spread. There's no way it's not, it wouldn't spread. I said afterwards, you know, if, if every school had a principal like him or a principal like James Hurd, who is a principal that we've worked with, um, who is also absolutely amazing. If everybody could have a principal like them, we wouldn't have problems in this world. Really, we really wouldn't because you would, that, that would be just a way uh, like that you would grow up is just having, fostering that, that love and potential and the world would be such a better place. <laughs> I wish every single school could have a principal like them. Oh my gosh. Totally. I love what you said about oozing love. <laughs> yeah. Love. That's yeah. exactly what I felt from him. Even when he was yeah. talking, is it like it, it wasn't a, 
that's the other thing I think that, um, is he was genuine. Like there is no, you can't fake that. And kids know when you're faking something, there was no faking it. You can't fake that. And when you were genuine about it, the kids can feel that they knew he wasn't going anywhere. They knew that he loved them. That he knew, you know, they knew he cared about them. And yeah. And, and not, they not, they not only knew, um, he loved them or loves them because of how he acted, but also because it was always part of the morning message that he announced <laughs> over the PA every single day. So it was like, Hey, blah, blah, you know, meatballs for lunch today. <laughs> and don't forget to do X, Y, and Z. Oh, and if no one else has told you this today, I love you. Yeah. Every single day those kids got to hear him tell them he loved them and they knew he meant it. Oh my gosh. I'm getting goosebumps right now. <laughs> it really that. was such a, I mean, this conference, it, it was full of people just like him. It was full of people who you could tell are educators that really genuinely care. And it's such a refreshing thing to be around people, like-minded people that are really just wanting to, um, just, just wanting to change the way that things are. It, it can be very frustrating when you're in a school setting and you're just doing the same mundane thing and you have to check these boxes and follow the system. And, um, this, this conference was a reminder that as cliche as it sounds that love wins always. Like if you're leading from that place, so many different ideas are going to come up for you to be able to connect with your kids and to understand them, that's going to come up when you're leading from that place. <laughs> it is so cliche, but right? it's so true. Like <laughs> love is all we need, you know, right. it really is. And, you know, when, um, when we're doing our messaging and all that, I'm always kind of nervous to like, how mushy can I be with the love? Thing? <laughs> but, you know, but I'm like, I've been so heartened to like, to see that this year, so many educators are talking about love. When uh, we were at the superintendent's conference, the president of the uh, Association of Superintendents was talking about love. The, you know, um, high PhD researchers are talking about love as pedagogy. Um, the Texas South Carol, uh, uh, the Texas um school counselors association theme is love it's like okay all right we got this we're, we're moving in this direction um that of course we are are coming from and it's nice to see that that that's uh recognition that that is such a key ingredient and i mean when there's love there is automatically um connection yeah yeah i i i love it because we don't have to be educators or teachers in a school system to, to know this. We know this from just living life. Like, you know, as a human being, when you are in that connection and when you're not, and you, you felt it. And so just think of a time where you've been in front of somebody where, you know, that there was judgment from them. There wasn't connection. They weren't present with you. Like that feels completely different to have a conversation with than somebody who, they are all in. You can tell there is not judgment. They are genuinely curious. They are so, you know, like they're really in the moment with you and you can feel that it feels completely different. And I know for myself, 
I love when I have times like that. I, I, you can feel that it feels different. And from there, it allows me to drop my stuff and, you know, and be present with that person too. And so I think that's exactly what it does with kids is when you are truly connected and present, it allows them to do the same thing. And, and then there's beauty in those moments when, when both people are connected and really present, unleash, talk about unleashing potential. Like that's huge because then you, all that junk drops away and, and there's a lot of creative things that come from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So, um, a huge shout out to <laughs> yeah at yes. Boost for organizing an amazing conference and bringing amazing people like Principal Brewer and entertaining us. Wow, we're so delighted to be um, partners with her and uh, and the, the rest of the leadership um, team at Boost. And also, oh my gosh, Principal um, Brewer, we love you if you haven't put it already. <laughs> we're gonna put the link to your website with yep. this. Like everybody can check you out. We're with you. Like, let can we hang out? I don't know. I feel like I, we want to connect. Seriously. <laughs> You are up to exactly what we want to see in this world. And that's what we're all about at Spark is really just having the, just having everybody understand that everybody has this spark. Everybody has this innate well-being. Everybody has this resilience inside. That's what we're up to. And that's exactly what I could see so many people at the conference were up to. And it just made me so hopeful and so excited. Yeah. Exactly. Thank you so much, Tia and Boost people. We absolutely love you. We're so thankful to be a part of um, just, yeah, just a part of everything that you guys are up to. So we will link the um, Boost team. We'll link their website. They have tons of free resources. So definitely check out their website. Um, We'll also, we'll also link uh, Hamish Brewer's website. And then if you would like to find us, um, you can find us on Facebook, Spark Initiative. Uh, you can find us all over the place. Uh, sparkcurriculum.org if you want to know more about our curriculum. I am always more than happy if you are an educator listening and you're like, okay, what do you do? Um, you have activities that I could do? You have curriculum? Yes, we do. And I'm more than happy to speak with you. Uh, so on our website, there is a place to book a tour uh, and you will with me or Stephanie. So we would love to see it on Zoom and kind of just tell you what we're up to. And if you have topics, like I always say that you would like us to talk about, we'd love to hear about them. So you can email us info at the spark So I believe that's about it. And we will have another one for you next week. Thank you guys. Takes a spark to start a fire. You're a fire.